this is Joseph Varley Presents. Welcome. I am so pleased today that I have my wonderful friend, Douglas, um, on, the, on the phone right now, and we are going to talk about um, we're going to talk about Douglas's new um, show he's been doing for the last, um, gosh, what, a year now, Doug, you've been doing it? I've, I've been doing the show probably um, probably three years now. Oh, really? <laughs> well, yeah, I, just, I just heard about you last year, and we tried so desperate to get you on the show, so I'm so happy you're with us. Um, Douglas boy. has a, um, a one-man show he's doing. And I have a uh, something here I want to, there's many I want to read, but this one here says, this is one of the greatest one-man shows ever to be played at THTBH. Please join it in the audience. You will not be disappointed. You know, Doug, I've been reading raves about your show. So um, I want to ask you, um, first of all, um, tell me just a little bit about yourself, if you will. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm a I'm an actor. I live here in the in the New York area. I actually live in Hoboken, New Jersey. I'm originally from Texas, um, and I created the show. I guess um, about I started working on it about eight years ago. It's hard to believe it came out of a passion project. You know, I was I started getting really moved and inspired by reading some of the letters that I was reading in the papers regarding um, PTSD and, and veterans coming back from. Afghanistan and Iraq. So I kind of started, you know, stitching this project together. And I'm a huge history buff. I absolutely love history. I love telling stories. So it's kind of one of the reasons why this project kind of was a really natural thing for me to create. And um, it just, the project just kind of started to grow and grow. And as I would tell people about it, they would be like, wow, that sounds really interesting. Because so basically the, my play is based off of letters from veterans from uh, and their family members from the American Revolution all the way through current day Afghanistan. So basically, wow. every conflict we've been in. Wow. Um, so yeah, I, so then I just started creating it, and I would, you know, I would workshop it a couple times, and you know, and people would be like, "Well, wow, that's really fascinating stuff." You know, where are you getting that stuff from? And so I would tell them, and then they encouraged me to do it again, and I'd do it again, and then someone else would see it, and then, and it just started, you know, the ball just started rolling, you know, and to eventually about. Uh, three about four years ago, my I had a workshop reading of it at this at this uh, workshop I was doing it at, and the uh, director saw it there and he was like, you know that that seems some that seems like some really powerful stuff you have there, and I said, yeah, I think so, you know, because you know, have you thought about you know producing it professionally? And I said, I, I haven't really thought about it. I, I I have a lot of shaping problems to deal with it. So he jumped on board and. And he said, you know, let's um, let's work together. I'm really interested on that, and uh, wow. let's see if what what we can create together. And and we did, um, and that's kind of how the project really started. Well, let me just read this really quickly. It says, "Oh my gosh, Douglas, your performance tonight was magnificent. God has <laughs> truly blessed you and your talent." My only child is currently serving our nation. I am truly, truly grateful for your efforts in portraying each character emotions of being an awareness to what our military goes through. I was moved to tears. By the way, so was I when I read all this stuff today. Um, awesome, brilliant. 
I mean, Doug, I've read this number of things. It just absolutely, it warms my heart because people, people need to see this. You know, um, when, yeah, when it's, when it's not right here, right here in our area, we seem to forget about this and our men and women in uniform and what they're going through and why they're doing it. And so this brings it all home. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, the response has been, you know, mind-blowing. Um, it's just been really overwhelming. And, you know, like I said, the play really started as a passion project. It was just, you know, it was just something that I was really moved to, and I wanted to kind of wanted to kind of create something. And as as people started to hear it, and which is funny because the momentum, how it became what it is today, started from people recommending it and people talking about it. Yeah. And yeah. I've... I've I'm probably going to perform. So this year alone, I've probably performed it uh, seven, eight different cities, seven cities, and and I don't even try really to sell it that much. I, I mean, I don't try to promote it. And what happens is, if someone sees the show and they say yeah. they 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 move by and they say, you know, you got to do this show in Tennessee. I've got a veteran group there, and then you know, they love it, and and they love it. Yeah. Well, what I see how, here with all these, what I see with all these efforts and all these notes and it's just b- b- unbelievable i'm um i mean so what what do you want people to really understand about this i mean what is your i know your motivation is you're trying to and you're doing it very well but what what do you want people to understand about this well my 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 goal with creating the project and doing the the show is really it's just to give a a, a true, deeper understanding and appreciation for the commitment and sacrifice and sacrifices our veterans and their family members have made. Come in. That's really it. I mean, that it's just it's just for people to have a really true understanding because we talk about commitment and we talk about uh, sacrifice, but you don't really you don't really understand it until you kind of see these stories yeah. and you understand and and you kind of live you get to live them for about an hour. Um, and, and that really has been the goal. And that's really, I think when people walk away from my show, that's what they, they all tell me. They say, you know, I, I just, I see veterans in a completely different light now. And, and you just recently um, did a show at the uh, Kennedy Center, which is I did. in itself is a feat. Yeah, well, I, so I did the show in New Jersey during the 9-11 here in Hoboken, 9-11 anniversary, which was in uh, uh, beginning yeah. of 20, September 2017, yeah, 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 about a year ago now. And um, I had just come from Houston doing the show, so when I did it in Hoboken, someone saw it and said, you know, I, I she had a she had a, an affiliation with the Kennedy Center, and she said, you know, I think your show, you should really contact the Kennedy Center and let them know about your project. I think they would love it. So I performed on the Millennium stage, um, which is like their smaller stage, which still holds around 300 people. And uh, so I sent my information over to uh, Diane. She was a real sweet lady, and yeah, and she kind of fell in love with the project, and we went back and forth on dates. And then, um, and then she she told me, you know, she gave me three options to when to perform. And so, without knowing, uh, one of the options was January 22nd, which was my birthday. So I was like, oh, that's great. I'll do my birthday. Nothing's better than performing on the 22nd on my birthday at the Kennedy Center. 
But what I didn't realize was that January 22nd inauguration weekend. Oh, um, sure. So it was, it was that. I mean, DC was a madhouse. You know, you had the <laughs> March yeah. and you had Trump. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. So it, it it was it was a pretty uh, uh, intense weekend, if, if, if you can say. So and you know, obviously accommodations were kind of a pain in the butt, but well, well, but it's going to be I, an amazing experience. I think the letters that you read are, are just. I mean, I I haven't read those letters or heard you do that, but I'm sure they're they're, they're they touch your heart because people who write those have this, you know, they they really want they pour their heart out. Yeah. And, uh, no, I mean, people get moved all the time. I mean, I get. I get emails. I get you know the show has done really well social media wise. I mean it's it, it just I get I'm always getting tweeted out and, and people are always mentioning the show. Yeah, I, re- I read where you had some articles in the Huffington Post wrote about you and oh many yeah. many many articles. I mean, so, uh, tell people how to how to look you up and how to read your stuff because people need to read this. Well, I mean it. You know, the, the easiest way is just to go to the website. You know, you, the website is a. Uh, www.theamericansoldiersoloshow.com and you know and if, if they like the show and if they and I, I always tell people you know if, if keep spreading the word and the best way to do it is through social media and just you know if they're on Twitter or Facebook just just the hashtag the American soldier and they can tag me at Douglas Terrell and if they do that that just spreads the word out and that's kind of what the goal is you know um is to spread this word out, but the website is definitely the American Soldier Solo Show dot com. Really simple. Because you um, know, people don't have a clue. I mean, us people. I'm a veteran myself, but it's been years. What I was, I went in 1956 and got out in 1964. But a lot of people don't have a clue. Under, I mean, understanding more than that, just um, what really goes into this and what goes into. Um, how much they really give up and how much they really do um and and you know and their families i mean god bless their families. well yeah i mean i mean the families is the biggest thing i mean that's yeah you know that that's always a key point that i talk to people and it's a key point in my play when you see it you know i i i feel like i do a really good i have a good balance in the show where i show sacrifice from veterans but also from family members i play 14 yeah. characters yeah, and uh, you talk yeah. about post-traumatic stress. I do talk about, you know, I talk about many different, I mean, PTSD is definitely the one layer in my show that seems to always rise to the top. But, I mean, I have, mm-hmm. you know, I have a few layers in my show that I try to bring out. You know, I, I also talk about three powerful lessons in the military. I talk about, you know, discipline and, um, and teamwork and brotherhood, which is what mm-hmm. engages, right. which is what attracts, attracts everybody into, um, into the military. I talk about, you know, uh, a child not having a father. I talk about a mother being alone, a wife trying to move along without, you know, her husband around. I I, I portray a mother who loses her son in the Vietnam War. So I, I try to give a – I mean, P, I do play a couple characters with PTSD. I don't necessarily say PTSD, but, you know, you can kind of get yeah, the idea when yeah. you see the character. But uh, PTSD seems to be the one powerful kind of message that always floats to the top. But the show has many different – through lines and messages, um, and the show, and I, I really do end the show on an uplifting uh, um, tone. Yeah. Um, it, you know, I try to make sure I, I try to get. I I believe that all plays should give you a sense of hope, and and to me the the one common 
you know, when I've been, when I, like I said, I've been creating this play for so long and working on it. When I was working on it, the one message that always came up, no matter what war I was working on, um, brotherhood was, was really huge. It was a very powerful, I mean, brotherhood is actually to me the most powerful message that comes out of, out of, out of my play. And I end the play with a, with brotherhood. Um, I talk about brotherhood and he ties the whole play together. And, um, that was the one common denominator in all the, every single war. It was the level of brotherhood that these guys have for each other. I mean, they, a lot of times what you do is you, you get the sense that they don't, I mean, they fight for their country. That's definitely what they do for, and they fight for their cause for whatever conflict they're in. But the main thing they really fight for is each other. Yes. Um, and, yes, and that's, this is one thing very powerful. I, I so agree with you with that. Um, you know, we are our brother's keepers, aren't we? I mean, that's what I do know about this. Um, and, and you know, there, I, I want to put a shout-out to Allison Perry, who I'm sure is listening. Um, she was going to be on, but I decided that this was way too important not that she's not, because she certainly is, but I want to do her for an hour show, and we're going to do our show for with her, which is um, Central Oregon's Veterans Ranch, and that'll be in June 4th, I believe it is. It's a Sunday, June 4th. But what I want to say is um, she has a ranch in Oregon that is um, set up for to teach veterans different skills and to have... Um, worked with them and uh, it's a working ranch and she's got a lot of support from people coming there and she's got counseling and all those things that we need to do and she wants to set this up all we want to set it up I want to I'm a part of this I want to join her and set this up all in the United States because people are getting help there and talked about brotherhood you know she talks about this all the time because in one of the places she has a place where people who have Agent Orange are going to, to spend their last of their time on Earth there. And they want to be around fellow veterans, is what made me think about this when you said that. Um, and that's, I mean, they've, they've spent all this time with them from the time they go into service, and a lot of them end up with them to the day they'd leave. And so, of course, the brotherhood's really important. And um, yeah. anyway, we'll, we'll get Allison on next, uh, in two weeks, and We'll talk about that, and hopefully you'll be able to be free and listen to her show, too, because it's she's doing a phenomenal job, and God bless her. So, um, getting back to you, so what? Um, where are you going to do your... So you have your website, and people can reach you there, and then you are going to do a show. When's your next show? So I have a... So my next show is in Austin this coming weekend. I fly out on... Uh, uh-huh. On Tuesday, I do it for um, I do it for a theater there for I do it a Friday, a Thursday, Friday, Sat yeah Thursday, Friday, Saturday performance at the Emma S. Barrientos Mexican American uh, uh, Cultural Center. Uh, so that's three days you're gonna do a show. Yeah, what's that? Three days. Yeah, three days, and I also do a special performance that Friday morning for it. about a group of eighty veterans from World War II in Vietnam and Korea. Um, oh. And so that should be a very special. I'm going to do it. That so you know, you're giving you're giving us old folks a, a voice. Is what you're doing. 
Yeah, no, I've been told that. You know, people come up to me and, you know, they always ask if I'm a veteran. I tell them I'm not. I'm not a veteran. I just have a, an incredible empathy for veteran, uh, for veterans. Um, and um, they always say, you know, they, they thank you for, you know, being our voice. You know, it was, so I'm doing the show also in June. I'm doing the show up in Bannerman Island, which is an old uh, armory military castle. It's literally mm-hmm. a castle right in the middle of the Hudson River. It's gorgeous. It's abandoned, but it, you know they're turning into a, a national park, um, and it's right in the middle. It's an island right in the middle of the Hudson River. Just Google it. And um, so I'm doing a performance there, June 17th, and the producer asked me to come out. You know, a couple of weeks ago, and he wanted me to come out see the space. And also, he was having a kind of like a press day, and so he wanted me to come out to meet all the press. And so the people had heard about me, and they were talking about me. And so when I was there was a captain of the boat and we took off and we were going, basically you have to take a ferry, you got to go up to Beacon, New York, and then you take a ferry over to this island. And um, as we were moving, this captain of the boat just came down unexpectedly and just sat down right next to me really intimately. And he kind of leaned over to me and he was like, you know, I just, I wanted to say that I really appreciate what you're doing. It means a lot. Mm. And we started talking, and we kind of bonded, and he started tearing up a little bit, and he started telling some stories, and I started to tear up, and and um, it was just a very, uh, it was a very, one of those very special, rare moments that you receive as a performer, and, and it was very gratifying, but basically, you know, that's what he was saying. He was just really grateful that I was telling these stories. He you know, like, what, what I'm told from people who I've talked to, they have said that when you perform, you live that part. You are that part. You are that person. Yeah, no, I mean, the show is really emotional. I mean, I, you know, I, 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 I've turned down opportunities to do the show twice in one day. Um, just because I, I just can't yeah, do it. Yeah, it just, yeah. it, ta- it takes me yeah. pretty much a full, full day to kind of recover. Um, but, um, it, you know, I, I just I try to commit as best as I can. I try to relate to these characters, and obviously, I've got two, three letters in there that are really emotional. I know. Which, you know I think I've read them. I mean, I, I, I actually, I, I mean, I can't even tell you the some of the stuff I read here. Um, Doctors, what an amazing performance you gave Saturday night. We are so happy we got to see you do your thing. Your depiction of all the different characters was fantastic. It was easy to see how passionate you are about acting, and you should be. You're great in it. I mean, it goes yeah, on no, and on, and every. I mean, one is just as best as just as good as the other. So, I can't say enough about it. I'm just so happy that we finally got you on. We've been talking to you about this show for, I think, a year maybe. Yeah, no, it's been a while. Since yeah, it's been a while, and so um, I'm just, and I can't wait to get you back to tour, to come to Washington State and do a show at the Washington uh, Center for Performing Arts, and we'll, t- we'll talk to people about that for next year. Um, yeah, that would be great. So, so, and after you do this show in, just in New York, then you're gonna go where? So after Austin, I go to Austin, and then mm-hmm. after Austin, I go, I come back, I go up to Bannerman Island, June seventeenth, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and then after Bannerman Island, which is up in New York, I come back, then I go to Kansas wow. on the early part of September. I do it in Kansas, and then I come back, and then I go uh, to um, uh, Jamestown, Virginia, and I do it for a foundation there, 
they're having an opening for a, a, a new um, American Revolution museum they're doing, and they want me to do it there. And then after Virginia, I come back, and then uh, it looks like I'm going to be going to the Library of Congress to do it. I love um, it. Wow. In, in November, wow. I believe it is. Well, you know, I was stationed. So, and, that, and, that's pretty, and that's pretty much And then I may even go back again in, de- in December to do it for the members of Congress. Oh, wow. So that's, you know, that's the whole season, basically. And, and, and that's, Yeah, we I mean, talked that's, about 2018. I was stationed at Yorktown, Virginia. Um, there. Yeah, well, that, that, that's where I'm going. I'm going to, yeah. I think it's Jamestown, Yorktown. Yeah, yeah. The Jamestown, Yorktown Foundation. Yes, I was there uh, at the Marine Base, and... Um, However, I'm Navy, but I was in a Marine base there. I was I was top secret, cleared for top secret there. And um, when I in my time, my, my last duty station was there. So for, so you have a lot of militaries. Why I'm even bringing this up there? A lot of military there, retired and also active. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, yeah, no, there's a. I mean, there's a. Yeah, it's got a. Yeah, no, just I've I've done it for. I've done it for you know shows for only military, and then I've done it for mm-hmm. shows that are, um, you know, I mean the Kennedy Center was no military there really, um, but you know it's been an amazing it's been an amazing journey. It's been beyond well, my wildest. I, I know dreams. I know you say this, but it's just starting really. I think you're gonna you're gonna be, I mean you're gonna just be the best ever at this. Which I was, <laughs> I mean I know that because. I mean, I, now you have four stars, and uh, you'll be soon. Um, and you, and and so many people have just raved about your performances. And so, how long did they last? The show is about fifty-five minutes. Uh, mm-hmm. It's always literally between. It's almost on the nose, fifty-five mm-hmm. to fifty-six minutes, mm-hmm. and and no intermission. Mm-hmm. And it it um, I I do all fourteen characters, all the wars. They're not chronological. I, I have a through line that I go through, and I bounce around, and you don't know which one's coming next, where I'm going next, and it's basically 55 minutes of a of a shotgun of a performance. I mean, I, I tell people it's. I mean, it's. Um, yeah, I mean, I've, I've I've turned down a couple. Of shows. I was supposed to go to New Orleans this year, but they wanted to have kids there, and I said, you know, unfortunately, I don't think my show is right for kids, and yeah. we went back and forth, and he was trying to get an explanation of what the show was like, and I said, well, the only way I can really explain it to you is um, it's just kind of a it's just kind of a very dramatic, strong show, and um, I just don't think the images are going to be appropriate for your kids, and yeah. so I, I've had people tell me, because they've, that we find like an hour is really the good sweet spot, you know, and uh, people have talked about, like, I don't know if I can take any more of that show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, I've got some funny bits in there. You know, I've got some funny characters, and I try to lighten up, you know. But um, it definitely, it you know, it's, you know, the, like like I said, the goal of the show is to give people a true un- understanding of what sacrifice is. So there's a way I do it that is really powerful and really strong, and so it's kind of dramatic and um and then that's kind of the way I lean the show. I lean the play more on the on the drama, on the dramatic horizon side. And so, um, so you have all these shows booked up until next year, really. And um, and is there a film in the works? Well, I mean, I've been commissioned by uh, so the Thomas Edison. I'm really excited about this Thomas uh, uh, Thomas Edison State University, which is a military academy. They have commissioned. They want me to. Have, they're going to try to 
they've kind of greenlighted a, a small web series project uh, based off my play. And so we're going to be shooting. I'm in right now. I'm actually creating the script for that, and we hopefully go into shooting in 2018 for that. Wow! So that's really that's really exciting. And then you know the shows. I had a backers audition uh, about a week ago. Yeah, I read that. Few, yeah, with a few Broadway producers, and they're thinking about see if we can raise money and maybe take it to a, a national level. So and that was really well. We had a full house, and we had about 35 producers come check out the play, and we did it on a Monday night. And so, you know, hopefully we'll be, hopefully. And you had good, you had good remarks from the, from the producers who, who are the money people, they had good. Yeah, no, they loved it. I mean, they, they absolutely loved it. You know, I mean, you know, Broadway's a very different beast, you know, I mean. Yeah. The things that tend to make money sometimes are, are musical. So, um, but uh, they, the, the feedback again was always, it's always positive. It's always really strong. People are always moved. People are are really, they're really touched by the letters. And, you know, I think also what's really interesting is that the play also talks about, you know, the fabric of America and it talks about how America was, I'm a very patriotic individual and, and I get that from my father. And then the play really kind of gives you a sense that, you know, this country was built by, by infantrymen. And, and there's, there's so much we owe to them for the greatness and the freedoms and the amazing blessings that we have to, to to either live in America or to call ourselves Americans. You know, I don't think and, people uh, really get that. I should, I shouldn't say a lot of people don't get that. But you're, yeah. you, 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 that's exactly right. Um, and it's all because it's not right here in front of us. <laughs> and I think it's that's just the, the world. Why. I mean, it's just the world is just. It's, you know, it's funny because you know when I, so like I, I, I travel quite a bit, and so. What's really hard now, and why I think my play kind of resonates, is that people really appreciate being reminded of the stories of America, because these are really American stories that I'm telling. And, you know, if you go back from, you know, Vietnam down, you know, the country was always affected by war. You know, I mean, you know, if, if you know, like, I live in Hoboken right now, it's only a square mile. You know, 263 um, people gave the ultimate sacrifice during World War II here in Hoboken. Now, that's a square mile. So that's a, if you think about a square mile town in the 1940s, that's a lot of people, 265 people. Yeah. So it, it, it really it brings war home, right? So you, everybody is connected to it. You know? And when I've traveled to uh, Scotland or, or in, in England and I visited small towns, you know, you, you visit you visit these little villages, you know, and you see all these old cemeteries and you see, you know, maybe a town of, I don't know, a town of 2,000, maybe 2,000 people and 100 or 200 young men died in the First World War. Yeah. So that has a, that has a, a everlasting powerful reminder of that, the, you know, you're at, you're at war, you know, and everybody's, everybody's affected, everybody's committed to some way or invested. Well, you know, today war is it's like a video game. You know, you don't, you know, you don't experience it the same way. You know, you, yeah. you know, you hear it on the news and you, yeah. know, you get a little flash ticker, and then it's like a video game. And you don't, yeah, really, and and, you don't, and and I want to say this, and and I probably won't make a lot of friends, but you know, they don't spend as much time as they need to talking about our loss of life. I'm sorry, but I mean, they oh, Ronald just yeah, he left us and. He was 28, and yeah, that's it. They're done. I mean, um, 
I yeah. think everyone needs to have, everybody has a story. I see it all the time. And I think yeah, everyone no, needs to have some, you know, some sort of a a little story behind them. I mean, we want to know about these people. I mean, you know, I don't know if you ever heard that story about the the, the they were carrying a, a soldier in a plane and the whole story about that whole thing, how that all went down and how but people were touched by by what happened there. So I just feel like uh, enough has not been done for the people we've lost as far as recognition and and talking about them. And I've always said that. I think it's important that that we know about them. We know about their families. We know about... I just think it's important that it's not just forgotten. Um, yes. No, I agree. So I mean, that's kind of the point. You know, so... You know, I, I've always wanted to do something about that, and and maybe that might be a next show. Maybe something about you know that. I just think that people need to hear, not that just. I mean, my uncle was um, Iwo Jima was killed in nineteen. He volunteered, and he and he got blown up at nineteen years old, and. Um, I mean, my grandfather was from Italy, and he didn't come out of his room for almost a month. He just couldn't. He, right. he just was, you know, his his youngest son. And um, and there's many stories like that. And and I just think that we, we need to talk about that, not just sort of say, you know, okay, well, John was 21, and he lost his life, and let's talk about the news. You know, I just think we need to pay more attention. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, it's definitely. I agree with you on that. But uh, yeah, they're, they're they're always tough. So I want to talk about uh, the subject of suicide. Do you talk about suicide on your story? I do not. I do not. I mean, I have. I do. Well, I have. I, I do have one letter that the mm-hmm. father's uh, a, a son commits suicide, and the father's telling the story. But I don't really harp on it. I, I think, you know, I just try to make the point that you know that. It's really important that veterans um, they, that they get help and to talk to each other. Well, I just want to say that we lose. I think it's thirty-five to forty a day. No, it's a, it's about it's about it's not that high. It's a, it's a high, but it's about it's about twenty. That twenty a day. Okay, well, um, whatever it is, a lot, and and we we it just got to figure out some way where we can get the tools for to understand. Um, you know, to get help because, uh, and, and so many, so many people just write a prescription and say, here you are. And, uh, and just like this young man, it's just the, the, um, Chris Cornell. Um, I understand that he, um, his meditation is part of the reason why he did this. Um, and so it's just meditation isn't enough. They need to do, learn, learn some, we need to teach some tools and get people some help and and take the time instead of just give them a subscription and say, here you go, take five and call me in the morning or whatever the case may be. I just think that we need to figure out some way that we can do more for this. And I'm sure you agree with that. Yeah. No, I do. I mean, I think I, I think I think the main thing is that you just have, we have to encourage veterans to to, to talk more. Um, and not be worried about the stigma, and not be worried about them being 
uh, thought of as weak. You know, um, um, yes, you're absolutely right. You know, um, Allison, when she was on my show, Allison Perry from the Central Origins Veterans Ranch, she told a story about um, a guy who had come to work on the ranch, and he had tattooed the people who were, when he was in active duty, were killed, and he had their names and their data they were killed. And I guess he had them on both arms. And he was working on in the field doing some stuff, and so one of the guys noticed that today was the day that John was killed, and so he made mention. He said, oh, I see today you lost your buddy, John, and not his real name, of course, but, but he said, yes. He says, as a matter of fact, last year at this time, I was sitting in a dark room with the drapes drawn by myself, and today I'm out working on a farm and interacting with people, and that's what we have to do. We need to find right. things for them to do. One of the things that I want to do for veterans is, um, because what happens, I'm sure you'll agree with this, Doug, is that when you get out, no matter what the deal is, whether you have a family or whether you have or you're by yourself, you're so used to having a regimen of six o'clock you gotta do this and eight o'clock you gotta do this and of of doing some stuff and all of a sudden now you're not doing anything. And then yeah, no, you're I mean, sure. Yeah, you're not sure about the, you're not sure about a job. You're not sure about what's going to happen, and and I think enough's not being done about that. And so one of the things that I want to do is I'm going to set up a a ninja warrior program where we're going to bring a hundred veterans at a time into a training, and we're going to train them for the ninja warrior program, and have them try out for the ninja warrior, and men and women, and then we're going to the ones who really do well, we're going to send to Hollywood to, to participate in that show. And then the ones who don't who don't really get there will use them as trainers. They'll be able to teach people how to do because my experience is if you're busy doing stuff like that, you don't have time for anything else. Right. And so we're gonna work on that whole project and I've got some funding for it and I have a guy who um, has already two of the initial warrior programs going on. He's an ex-military guy, and he's in Maple Valley. It's called Rowan, and um, and we talked about this. You're going to bring one closer to the Fort Lewis area, and we're going to do this. Well, so we know we have about five or so ten minutes left. So, so what do you hope that people take away from this? Well, I. I just hope people uh, just, you know, if you see a veteran down the street, just have more empathy for them and and, and remember them and and um, and thank them. Go up to them and say thank you for your service. I hope people are able to come see my play and and uh, can talk about it and they they can um, always go to the website, the American dot com, and. Um, that's it, and just you know, just keep you know encouraging um, dialogue. You know, keep yeah, it's, that's it's really important, important for us to talk it? about it, and it's important yeah. for us to understand the incredible commitment that our veterans have gone through, and um, that also, if we all have a true, deeper understanding 
of the incredible commitment and sacrifice our veterans and their families go through that we will hold as a as a as a society um, and as civilians of this country, we hold our leaders to a higher standard, and and we elect them. So we make sure that when we do use the most powerful force in the world, that we're very judicious when we use it, and it's and um, we make sure we exhaust all the other options. And as civilians, I think we have an incredible power. And I think if more people understand what veterans go through, there be we will be more willing to be engaged with our politicians to make sure they, when they pull that trigger to use our military might, that it's for a good reason. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know how many homeless veterans there are in San Diego and in Seattle and in the United States, and it just, I don't understand how we can allow this to happen. Um, Hopefully, I mean, but this play, and there's many other organizations that talk about it, and um, they do, and I think all of us have the same goal: is just to kind of create dialogue, and and um, and hopefully people will um, will just all care, will care more, and we'll take care of our veterans. I mean, I think you know we have to take care of our warriors. I mean, if, if yeah, we do. I think that is the it's the fabric of our country, you know, it's the fabric of our society. That if we don't take care of our warriors, then um, that that is never a, a good sign for the future of a of a democracy and of a civilization. So I see you were um you have a possible award coming up for one of your um for doing this show. Is a it Amnesty award. award? That so I was nominated for an Amnesty Award. So when I did the play in Scotland, I was wow. nominated for the Amnesty International Award. Wow. Um the UK and yeah. So the play did really well in Scotland. I mean I got a, a tremendous amount of it, we sold out a lot. I mean, there was about... Fact, here's a note says, What a day. I cannot even describe the words today how my day went. Amazing. Thank you so much to everyone who has supported me and the show back to New York and in Scotland. Today I was nominated for an Amnesty Award. Thank you. Um, yeah. And, and it sold out. You said the picture does not do it justice. It went no. on and went around the bend and down the road and amazing film yeah, no, when the detective said, Hey dude, you got a massive line outside in his English accent. English yeah. accent. <laughs> you know, I feel so blessed, really grateful and lucky for the opportunity to have given to enjoy as an actor and a producer three more shows. I'm fired up and thrilled. Thank you. Well, Doug, I I am so grateful for you for being a part of this, an this honor. show. I um I, I I love what you do. I'm 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 a I'm a fan. I really think that we need more like you, more stories, and more people doing this because it is making a difference. And if and and all the stuff I read and all the things that people say and um. And as you say, we can't say enough. No. Everybody yeah, if you're has out a there, story. I mean, I, all I can say is if anybody wants to help me with the show, just to go follow me on Twitter and just hashtag the American Soldier. And my handle is at Douglas Terrell. And then just go to the Twitter, hashtag me, and um, tweet me. And that really helps spread the word. And I get, to, I, I get with when people spread the word on social media, it actually. It helps me to tell the stories and help more veterans. And you do have a couple of of, of, of 
of shows that you can listen to, right? That you just, uh, is it you two? No, I just, those is, are just trailers, trailers. Oh, so okay. I, we always create a trailer for every scene yeah. we're going in. So, I mean, they're pretty pretty intense, and I think people yeah. will need to see that. Yeah, and, no, it'd be uh, great. And then, again, just say one more time what your show is going to be next. So people it's are listening, be a, because we have... Sure. It's going to be in Austin, Texas, at the MIS Barrientos Mexican American Arts Center, uh, May 25th at 8 p.m., May 26th at 8 p.m., and May 27th at 7 p.m. That information is definitely on my website. If you just go to upcoming Great. shows at the American Soldier Solo Show dot com, you can um, you can um, uh, you can see that information there. And and if you're in Austin, Texas, please come out. It's a free performance. It's being sponsored by the city of Austin. It probably will fill up. I mean, we were, I was only scheduled to do two nights, and they've asked me to do one more night because they <laughs> the demand was so high. Yeah. Yeah. So, but. Uh, if you're a veteran, please come and tweet me or call or contact me, and um, I would love to see you there. I really would. And and Doug, uh, and then and then the next one is where? After, After Austin, that? I go yeah. to Bannerman Island. Okay. Up in the uh, Hudson Valley. Okay. It's called the it's Bannerman Castle. They okay. have a website as well. If you go to Bannerman Castle Trust, I think it is Bannerman Castle Trust Inc. And they'll have a you'll have a link for the American Soldier. It's June 17th. That show is almost sold out. So you want to, if you, if anybody's in the Hudson Valley area, you may want to kind of, uh, if you're interested, get on to get tickets for that. Just go ahead and purchase the tickets, um, and that'll be a beautiful performance. It'll be in the middle of a castle on the Hudson Valley with the wow. sunset coming behind. Here, and you, know, you need to veterans. film that one, I think. So, I'm sure um, I will. <laughs> do you do you get letters from veterans too? I do get letters. I get emails. I get a lot of emails. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I get emails every time I see every time I do the show. Someone's emails me saying. They just really grateful and thank you and thank thanking me for 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 doing the performance. Well, I see our time is about up, so I want to. Well, thank I'm honored. You again. I'm honored, and I, I thank everybody, and I thank BBS Radio. Well, we we're so we're so blessed to have you, and God bless you for what you do, and and I hope to have you here in uh, next year, and we'll talk. Thank I'll you. talk to you before then, certainly. And Thank do you, listen Jesse. to us with um, with Allison um, Perry. Um, it'll be in, in June 4th, I think it is. Anyway, God I bless will. you, and um, thanks well, again. For, thank you for everybody. Thanks for everybody listening, and uh, hope, hope to see you soon. Okay. Thank Bye-bye. you. Bye. This is Joseph Vardy Presents. Thank you for being a part of this. We really appreciate your audience, and, and, um, and we appreciate all your comments and things that you have called in about. So um, thank you again. See you in two weeks. Bye.